Good evening. Happy, happy Monday. How is everyone? How is the weather? How is everything? I hope all of you are back from um, weekend log. I know most people um, sometimes the weekend is the day or the two days or two days and a half of just taking it easy or patting. Um, Yeah, I, I was just thinking about my past life. I call BC, that is before Christ, how the life was and after Christ, how everything changed. And sometimes uh, to be AC after Christ life, it, it can be challenging because we still have this carnal body this flesh, this unredeemed uh, body that is waging war against the spirit. It's kind of like rebellious um, against uh, things of God. And so um, you can find yourself, you know, thinking maybe BC life was more fun, more enjoyable. Um... But it can't be farther from the truth. Um, God is a father to his children and he loves us so much. And he knows what is best for us because he created us and he created everything. And uh, he wants to see those who are truly worthy of him which is the best thing that he has prepared for us. And in order to get there, he has to mold us. He has to shape us. He even has to discipline us where we fall short. Uh, In our weaknesses, he strengthens us um, because he's God and he's all-powerful, almighty, and in charge. Um, as children, we just need to listen and to fear him. Fearing him means to respect him and obey him knowing he has the best for us. Um, this life is very, very short comparing to eternity. It, it's just gonna go like a vapor. Uh, and it sometimes it sounds like a little bit cliche since it's something people have been hearing for centuries, for more than 2,000 years ago. But um, as much as it seems it, it won't happen or it take too long, the truth is it will happen. And if you compare 2,000 years, comparing to trillion and trillion years of eternity, where there is no end, it is nothing. It is 
completely nothing. So I just want to encourage everyone who is in Christ and finding themselves um, a bit lost um, because of the way it is a a little bit strict. Uh, We are in the world, but we are not of the world. And since we are surrounded by the world, it can be challenging to live um, the way the Lord would would like us to live or the way that is pleasing to him uh, after he rescued us from that uh, world and brought us to his kingdom. Um, but we, if we focus, we just need to focus where we are going um, instead of looking back. I think every day we're going to be um, walking in victory, glory to glory, victory to victory. Uh, and the reason I came to this is because I just had my own challenges. Um, some stuff from the past just came full force on me. Uh, and I did things that I shouldn't have done. Um, is it worthy for me to say them on this podcast? Uh, maybe maybe to help somebody uh and maybe i will fully come forward one day but i just want to say that i do have weaknesses and i do sometimes things that i hate doing them i hate uh you can read um romans 7 where paul was like i do those things that i don't want to do uh, he called himself a wretched man uh, who can rescue him from this body of death. But then he ended up praising Jesus and saying, thanks be to God. Uh, through Christ Jesus, we are more than conquerors, stuff like that. Uh, you can read that on uh, Roman, Romans 7. Um, that life of struggle is reality for every Christian. Um so even though we Jesus have won this battle the the spirit of man is perfect in line with God God uh see his son in us in our spirit but we still have this body this sinful body this sin dominated body that is waging wars against what we want to do to please God um, and it's our job to be vigilant and to flee from these temptations and, and sins that are really um, trying to come up at us on, from every angle. And sometimes it's just our own little entertaining it. And other times it's ju- just beyond our ability beyond our expectation beyond ourselves and our job is just to carry that cross and surrender surrender to christ every single day um so yesterday i didn't go to church i decided not to go to church because of the stuff that i did on 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 friday and um yeah on friday 
uh, I didn't want to, I felt like hypo, hypocrisy and I was supposed to save. I decided if I go save, it's just my conscious was condemning me. <laughs> if you sin, your conscious will condemn you. So that's what it was. My conscious were condemning. It's not God. It's not the Holy Spirit. My own consciousness, because that carnal man, that unsaved, that 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 flesh full of sin was full force. Like, yeah, doing what it does even to people who are not saved, because God have written His laws in all of us, in every single human being, uh, even those who never heard the gospel, never heard about um, the laws of Moses. They still have the law in their hearts um, because whenever they do what is wrong or what is right, their sin will, their, their, their own consciousness will either, you know, condemn them or will uh, excuse them. So every human being knows what is right and know what is wrong. Uh, and they will be judged in, in, in terms of that. Um, so, yeah, I decided not to go because... Be, I just, I didn't, it, it, for me, it, it, it seemed to be hypo, hypocrisy. How can I go save when I am, um, I did something that I shouldn't have done. Um, anyway, so it was, um, a weekend of soul searching and, um, repenting, <laughs> um, and God will keep, he who began a good work in me will, will bring it to completion. That is my, that is my hope. Um, so today, the daily verse, uh, there's no daily verse. I just want to tag along these lines where I started with this question. So when is the person saved really? When would you say, for, for those of you who are saying that we are born again, when were you saved? I think it, it's important question for each and every one of us to to know and to, to know the answer, to ask ourselves and know the answer. Because the common theme right now in churches, people remember the day they maybe, um, they, um, they respond to an altar call after the preacher preach and then call them to respond if they want to receive Jesus. Um, and maybe they went to the altar to, conf- you know, to make it public that they want this Jesus. Um, and most people will tell you, I, I, I got saved maybe watching Bill Graham. Bill Graham was a, a famous evangelist in America. Um, some of them, they're going to tell you the date. They're going to tell you where they were. They're going to tell you their past, their presence. And the day when Jesus met them, some of them, they're going to say that we cried. Some of them are going to say we felt some kind of sensation in our body. There are all different things people would explain to them the day that they knew that they were saved. But the question is, are they really saved? Do people... That is that's the way we get saved. How do people get saved? So um, I believe if we go to the scripture and follow an example of one person who was an apostle Paul. He was an apostle who was a Pharisee. 
and he was a persecutor of the church. Uh, he was not a Christian at that time. He was a Judaizer. Um, and he was zealous for God. He was zealous for the law of Moses. And he was he thought he was saving God by persecuting Christians, thinking they were blasphemers uh, of God, only to find himself humbled and being saved. So the question asked, and, and Paul talked a lot about, he wrote at least one third of New Testament epistles, and uh, those are the one where we find he was actually an apostle to the Gentile. He was an apostle to the people who had no relationship with God uh, through them, through the, you know the law of, through through the law of Moses or through the the. You know how God created the nation of Israel. It was through Abraham. Abraham have a son, Isaac. Isaac have a son, Jacob and Esau. And through Jacob became this 12 tribe of Israel. And from them, that's where God, um, through Moses, brought laws, the Mosaic law. And he was their God at that time. And everybody else were worshiping idols. Everybody. Anyone who was not from those 12 children of Israel, 12 children of Jacob who became Israel, was a Gentile. And those people did not have any relationship with God. So Paul, this apostle, became a servant of Jesus uh, to the Gentile, to you and me. That's how the gospel spread from, from the Jews to the entire world. And this man spoke a lot about salvation including his own salvation so there are five places where paul speaks about salvation and we're gonna look at that today to find out the answer when were you saved um the first one we find is in on second timothy uh chapter 1 verse 9 and this is what Paul said, who, meaning God, has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So this is the first salvation we find that God saved us before the world began. If you're saved, you were saved before the world began began this is they call this is salvation from the plan of sin so there was a plan of sin that gonna fall to every man but god saved us from it before even before the world began before he said let there be light he already had a plan in 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 place he had people in place he had Jesus in place, and he knew that, and, and that men were gonna fall, Adam gonna fall was already in place. Everything was in place, and he, those who were about, who he will save, were already saved from the plan of that sin before the foundation of the world. Then the second um, salvation we find on the first Timothy. 
chapter 1 verse 15 so just the first one was second timothy and this one is from first timothy this is faithful saying and worthy of all exception exception that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinner of whom i am chief so the second salvation was the salvation from the penalty of sin uh every person who ever sinned against god which is every human being will be judged had to be judged for their sin there was a penalty to pay and jesus took that on his body and he went to the cross for us um to pay that penalty of sin so you and i everybody who is born again will not face that penalty because Jesus took it it's it's uh 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 15 then the third salvation we find on Titus 3 verse 5 this is what it's saying not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy ghost this one is the salvation from the power of sin so now after jesus died now god gave us the power all sin were put under our feet every born again christian is no longer dead to sin you know how people um before you were saved this kind of salvation the power of sin you was doing things that they were just perfect and normal to you it didn't bother you um you didn't even think about them um you didn't think they were sin you just thought it's just normal life you were born into them you see people doing and you fall the cloud too sin was completely and totally dominating you your thoughts always you thinking about sinning like you didn't have any consciousness about god any fear of god at all like you 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 are dead you don't even know if what hell is real some people even deny that hell is not real yeah so completely dead and buried in sin and you cannot even see blind completely dominated by sin so now when jesus died on the cross at calvary uh he put that sin under our feet now we no longer that sin have no longer power over us now that we know god we know what is good we know what is wrong things that we used to enjoy and to love doing we don't like them anymore we lost that taste and we even have our courage and even strength to say no and run like Joseph did that is to be able to, you dominate that you have power over sin sin no longer dominate you you absolutely can stand up and say no when somebody tell you let's go do this and you know it's wrong you just say no you say no i cannot do that how can i do such wicked thing in the presence of the lord you become like joseph so that is titus 
verse 5. And then the fourth salvation is found in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 15, verse 1 and 2. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel by which also you are saved if you keep in memory what I preach unto you unless you have believed in vain. Now, this gospel that Paul was declaring is the salvation from the practice of sin. Now, sin it's under our feet. We don't need anyone to practice this stuff. Now, remember this. This is what um, Romans 7, Paul came to conclusion after the the um, the spirit and body keep wrestling when the body doesn't want to obey the spirit, when Paul wants to do the right thing in the eyes of God, but his flesh is just want to wage war against that. Um, and since we already know that sin, the power of sin is no longer over us, but we dominate it, it's under our feet. So now we know from this verse that we, even to practice that sin, we are already being saved from it. However, Christian still do have the habit of going back to old ways of doing sins. Um, yeah, that's, that's what happened to me last weekend. I mean, a few days ago. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't say that, that, that sin was so strong to me to the point that I couldn't control myself. No, I could. In fact, I was able to. In, in fact, I completely capable, able, and even even though I did it completely by choice, I absolutely have control and power to 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 not practice it. Um, <laughs> but I did it because. Um, you know, I, I went to the Bible again and sometimes you take the verse to make it work for your own little carnal mind. For example, I took one verse from the book of Corinthians. Everything is permissible, but um, I will not be enslaved with anything. Everything is permissible, but I cannot be controlled by anything. So I so sometimes you, you take scriptures to justify your actions, which I think that's what I did uh, this past few days. But after it was done, I was I regret. I didn't. I hated it. I hated it. Um, it's 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 not. You know, the work of sanctification is working in you. I'm not saying now you should go purposely sin in order to see if the work of sanctification is working in you. But you will know the work of sanctification is working in you when you do something you know you shouldn't be doing. You regret and it, it just kills. It, it's not, it doesn't kill you, but it it you become so disappointed on yourself. 
not just because not only you have let down God and Jesus who loved you so much and took you from the pit and 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 put you on the palace that that is a big reason but why you want to return to your vomit there's a proverb say only dogs return to its vomit and that's 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 what it is why you are going back to that to that filthness that dirty that that smell that thing unattractive when you have this beautiful thing prepared for you what is it about sin that make you go back there um so the practice of sin that salvation we already receive it we don't have to practice it and we are completely can control that we have control over that and we know it and completely sin is under our feet when a christian a born again christian does it sin because they chose completely because they chose not because sin was controlling them no because they chose sin only controls the blind people the the sons of this age Paul told that the the, the king of this age have blinded the sons of, of, of the earth the children of of, of of darkness that they may not see the light in Christ they're completely blinded by Satan but for us we can see we are, our eyes are open our ears are open our hearts are open we see it so we see sin and what it is and we absolutely have a choice to say no to it so these for salvation these through the first three the plan was done before the foundation the penalty of sin was done on the cross the power of sin was done after the cross after Jesus was raised from the dead completely now the practice of sin this is an ongoing we, we call this actually i would say the process of sanctification the holy spirit is working in us to sanctify us and he going to present us to jesus perfect bride uh, when he comes back uh without any wrinkles or no any any blemish So this is the way so when you are sinning you are going back to practice the old things you used to do you are doing that be, you are slowing down the sanctification process and truly you are robbing yourself the glorious uh, blessings that God have for you in this life even before you meet Jesus in this life that's what it is you are robbing yourself those blessing that God have for you in this life Now the last salvation we find in Romans 13:11 and that knowing the time that now is it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed which salvation is this this is the salvation from the presence of sin so we are still living in the world that is fallen our body we are still clothed with this um sinful body but one day we're gonna completely be given a glorified body a sinless body the body that's gonna be just like our spirit a human being 
of a spirit man have no sin the body that completely get along with god go along with everything that it correspond with what is inside of us um at that time we're going to be living in the new earth um there'll be no more sin there'll be no more death there'll be no more suffering and sorrow that is eternity that salvation is coming and paul here in romans 13:11 it says he's saying it is near it is coming and we're going to be saved so that is our last salvation um now when jesus was talking to um to i i think most people when they say i was born on that date born again on that date i was in the hotel room i i saw the tv talking about being born again it's really about not that you were not it's it's about really be, becoming aware of who you are becoming aware that god from before the foundation of the world has has saved you has chosen you has justified you um he's sanctifying you and he will glorify actually everything god talk about is past tense past tense so he already chose you he already predestined you he already um justify you he already um sanctify you and he already glorify you so these things already happened from the beginning of the world but when did you become aware it could be you become aware when you heard the gospel you become aware when you heard the televangelist on tv wherever it is that's the day you became aware but the plan the salvation plan you was already saved from the beginning before the beginning of the world that's what second timothy 1:9 tells us now after god saved us he had to act and that's when he sent his son jesus to calvary that's when we see that the penalty of sin was already paid that's first timothy 1:15 and then jesus was raised from the dead he defeated death because he satan was still holding If God did not raise Jesus from the dead, you and I will be believing in vain. But once he raised him from the dead, that's when all of us were already saved from also the penalty of sin, the power of sin, and the practice of sin. And also even uh the presence of sin, except the presence of sin will be Uh, actualized in the end um when Jesus comes back but we were saved from the beginning of the world the second timothy 1:9 uh we are saved from the penalty of sin on first timothy 1:15 the first one was second timothy then this is first timothy 1:15 and then we were saved from the power of sin that according to titus 3 5 then practice of sin we were saved from the practice of sin according to first corinthians 15 verse 1 and 2 and then we will be saved from the presence of sin romans 13 11 so when did you become born again before the foundation of the world when did you realize it uh the day you had the gospel the day you had the gospel all right so there is no need for a child of god to keep living in sin to keep being condemned you don't want to rob yourself 
God is goodness in the land of the living uh, because you are lagging back with the same old pattern you used to have thinking maybe what is in the world is much better than what God have for you it's just a lie from Satan and don't buy it alright this is the word for today thank you for listening I hope it's blessed many of you out there and I know I'm not the first one I'm not I'm not the only one struggling with this I know um, I can tell a lot of Krishna you can tell by their the way they talk the way they live uh, sometimes you think it's a joke but I, I don't want to get carried away with this but um, meditate on this word and I hope it speaks to you too um so until next time this is word today in jesus name